0: This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Sweat It podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by the beautiful Nikki Mann, who is the owner of Everybody. Everybody is a modeling agency that is different from the rest. She's creating a movement and her mission is to diversify the industry and make every single person feel represented. She represents talent of all sizes, shapes, heights, and ethnicities. Listen along as Nikki shares about how, at 30, she moved back from LA during lockdown to live with her parents, had no job, no contacts, and a bad injury that prevented her from doing a lot of things, to now just celebrating her first biz birthday, and she is only just getting started in this industry. Buckle in for this app because it is a goodie. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a little review, guys, because you know how much that helps. Now, let's welcome Nikki. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Let's jump in before we even know anything about you. We've got fast five questions. Don't even think about it. Just say what comes to mind. Number one is if you could have dinner with anyone, who would it be?
1: Hands down, Rihanna. Like she's my biggest inspiration. I just want to give her a hug. Honestly, oh, she's amazing.
0: I love this. She, I yeah. feel like she seems like, like if you kind of look at her, I'm like, are you giving off like boss girl energy or are you giving, like, do you have resting bitch face? But also like, I feel like if I could cuddle you, you would be really nice and soft. Like, I don't know. A hundred percent. And
1: like, I feel like, yeah, her music aside and stuff. I loved it growing up, you know, we haven't heard any music from her in a while, but for me, it's the business side of things. And she inspired me to like, push even further with what I'm currently doing so
0: she actually if it wasn't for
1: her we wouldn't really be where we're at because she kind of set the bar for so many people definitely right. I know
0: totally I love her in business listening to her yeah. like looking at what she's doing at the moment with Fenty is so sick so good I no. mean like if anyone's not doing that then they're just like bye get gone what the fuck are you doing <laughs> wait am I allowed to swear you are done. you are so allowed to do whatever you want I forgot to ask. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Okay, number two is what's the best compliment a stranger has ever given you?
1: Ah, uh, I mean, it's always nice when someone compliments what you're wearing if you're feeling yourself, particularly this blue thing I'm wearing right now. From Yeah, that's from gorgeous. June. I feel like I get compliments on it all the time. But I think for me something that makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside is when someone compliments something that's not physical, mm-hmm. like your energy
0: or mm-hmm. something like that. That's something that like, yeah. I take that totally agreed. Yeah. That's, that's when that really counts, right? A
1: hundred percent. But it also is like super
0: nice when you're in the bathroom and girl gives you a compliment, like a genuine one. Oh. Not a finger one. <laughs> Those classic, like drunken bathroom yeah. chats. I'm like, this is what I'm living for. I live for this shit. Yeah. I
1: make so many friends in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: yes, <so. laughs> same. And then the next morning I've got like, you know, two new messages and I, and you know, it's like, Hey girl, where are you at? It's like, Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, Who no. where, where are we? <laughs> um, number three is what would your younger self not believe about your life?
1: Oh, little Nikki wouldn't believe anything right now, to be honest with you. She would have believed my life at 24. I'm 31 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no way in heck she would believe what I'm doing now. But she would be so happy. So,
0: That's so cool. I love it because I always ask that question to any guest that comes on the podcast. And honestly, every single person was like, no, like my younger self would not believe where I am today. And it's like, how cool? Because what I think about is like, okay, in 10 years time, if someone's to ask you, what would, you know, your younger self 10 years ago think about your life? And it's only going to get better. I just, I get Mm. so jacked on that.
1: Yeah, that's a really good, like, I never really think about that. No, I know.
0: We don't. Yeah, we're never, I mean, we're always like, well, we try and always be in the moment, right? So, like, thinking 10 years ahead is, like, mm, don't know. It's not something I think about, which is maybe a bit naughty, but. I don't want to think about my 40s just no. yet. I'll <laughs> still be in my 30s then, so that's great. Oh, I did not remember <laughs> <it in. laughs> Um, Number four is what's your favourite way to move your body? Oh, I've
1: always been super active, like, always. Um, and then I had an injury May last year I broke my collarbone. It's like really restricted me. Yeah. So I started doing a lot more walking. And I think like my morning walks um when I get up, but I tend I'll go for a walk at some point in the day. Um and then yeah, getting to the gym, I go to MJ personal training here uh in varsity. And that's really nice. And it's I love like a sisterhood group of women totally. working out together. Like I love a class. I'm not gonna go to the gym, do free weights. Like that's just not gonna happen for me. Yeah. Um, I need a class around like like-minded women mm-hmm. love that, but I also do love my alone time, my walk and mm. my brain starts ticking and, you know, yeah. stuff, thinking about business stuff. Totally. And, yeah.
0: totally. I know sometimes like on my walks, when I go on, sometimes like my first instant reaction is to like call a girlfriend or FaceTime, you know, someone, but, um, on the times that I don't do that, I'm like thinking there's always so much to think about. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so sick. And um, lucky number five is what's your guilty pleasure? Oh, definitely rosé. Really? Yeah. Delicious.
1: And gin. At the moment, I feel like I've gotten older, and now I like gin.
0: Oh, I've randomly been getting into gin as well. It is bizarre. I think it
1: might be a trend right now. Like, Maybe. what's happening? I, I think feel
0: like- so. Back in the day, gin, ew, that was like gin whoa. was gross and gin and tonic, it's like
1: no. no. What
0: what do you have with your gin? That's the more important question. Uh just soda. Yeah. I can't tonic is not my friend. No,
1: but I have found this blackberry gin at the moment. tasty. Delicious. Can't remember the brand, but it's okay. really good. We do
0: some investigating people that are listening. If you are into gin or oh, blueberry, not blackberry. <gasps> blueberry. blueberry gin. Okay. Blueberry yes. Gin. I there there is a lot more gins popping up. I have noticed <laughs> that. But I like infused, like, you know, blueberry infused gin. Yum. Yeah, it's really good. I'll have to find out what it is later. Yeah, we should be having like a cocktail or something, I feel. I've just got water. That's basically all I've got today. I know. That's for next time. (laughs) time, We'll do a Friday afternoon or something like that. Sounds good. So, Nick, tell us a little bit about who you are, how you grew up, where you grew up. Give us a little rundown. So
1: I am the founder of Everybody, which is a diverse modeling agency here on the Gold Coast. Um, I grew up here on the Gold Coast and I was, you know, I went to All Saints Anglican school. Um, yeah, kind of just like a normal normal upbringing. And then um, when I was 17, moved out of home and I've just been like so independent since then. Yeah. Um, not because I had to, just because I wanted to, I was just like so determined to be independent and older than what I was. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have siblings?
0: I, Did you have older siblings?
1: Yeah, I have two yeah. older sisters.
0: That's my, my sister was older as well. And like, I think it like literally stems from that. Cause you're like, my sisters are out there, like running amok. And you're like, yeah. I can do that too. mum. bye. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then um, at 19 I moved to America first yes which I can't and um to talk yeah about. I only lasted a couple of months like I was nannying on straight out of school I was a nanny um and then um yeah nannied over there for a bit and the family I worked for was just like crazy like imagine like rich famous <gasps> crazy drugs all these kind of things and I was like yo I'm 19 years old like this get me out of here yeah. I'm terrified <gasps> mm. So I called my mom, and I, it was on Halloween. I remember, and I was in my classroom. I was dressed as a referee. And I was like, "Mom, I need to come home." And she got me in a flight the next day, and I like told her what happened. She's like, "Get home now!" Oh my so, gosh! Yeah. So I came home, and then I um I ended up moving to Sydney, and I was nannying down in Sydney because I was like, no nannying jobs up here, mm-hmm. and then um randomly went to France for a couple of months because, you know, as you do, you fall in love with French men and do that. And then you <laughs> <laughs> and then you come back. <laughs> wow. What a journey. Yeah. yeah. And then I was living in New Zealand for a bit nannying mm-hmm. as well. So I did three years in New Zealand. And then from New Zealand, that's when I moved to America. Again. And I went back over there because my one of my older sisters is over there mm-hmm. working. Um, she had an early learning centre.
0: Cool.
1: So yeah. I went over there to work with her and then um, – randomly went to a body positivity workshop because I was trying to uh, meet like-minded women and make more friends over there. And the people who were running that owned an agency and they were like, you need to come work for us. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do at a modeling agency? Like, yo, I like, hang out with children. I'm good, you know? Um, anyway, I gave, it a, I gave it a go and um, did an internship. Fast forward a couple of months in, I ended up being the head booker really quickly um, and I think, you know, that's where I found my passion and my purpose super randomly. And I feel really lucky and blessed that that opportunity happened, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, that's where I, I found what I wanted yeah. in
0: life. and then COVID came home and then now we're here, now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. Well, before Sarah. we kind of get into, um, the nitty gritty of business, I want to ask yeah. you, have you you know you just said you've always been active, you're doing um, group classes and that sort of thing. Have you always grown up kind of confident and loving like the skin you are in or where where's your journey at? There's no way like mm. my confidence was so bad,
1: and um that's what motivates me to be to do what I'm doing now. Um, my younger self was so unhappy. And I look back at the photos, the awkward photos of that at you know the 13, mm. 14 mm. year old age. It's so awkward. But you're like, I just want to give you a hug. Like I know. you also, you were so insecure, but I was just like the fun, bubbly girl that like everyone was friends with, but I was just like, I wasn't even deep friends with myself. Mm. And it was so sad. But no, I haven't. And I've always been curvier. Like it is mm. what it is. I'm five five on a good day. <laughs> My sister's nearly six foot and she's real tall and like s- slim like tiny Yeah. and i'm like i'm we're, we're the opposite. so opposite it's almost like someone just went push me down and out and she's <laughs> up and skinny but it's like we're so opposite and it's like that's really hard growing up having a sister who's can eat the same and then i have to watch what i'm eating at certain ages and like it's the generations back then and mom dad if you're listening like i love you and i'm, I'm sorry but like it was really messed up totally. cuz like I was always told that I can't eat that, but it, my sisters can. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's so sad to see, you know, and media, media oh. fucked it for me because beauty standards and all that crap was just like Victoria's Secrets models at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I really had no, I had no one. I didn't have any role models yeah. in the media to look up to. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Um, I think like it's, it is so hard because, you know, for me being a coach, it's, it's, retraining my clients to really understand and really change their mindset on a scale weight, um, the size that they are like, these are the things that people, you know, their parents have told them, um, that, you know, you must weigh yourself. And if you're, you know, if you're one kilo above what your like normal weight is, which fucking who even knows what their normal weight is, mm-hmm. then, you know, they they have been kind of programmed or I guess just taught to, you know, weigh yourself and, and you get defined yeah. via these scales. So it BMI. is... Yeah. And your BMI. Oh, don't even talk to me about that. (laughs) It's so frustrating. And like, that's why I was honestly so excited to talk to you. And I've been following your journey for quite a long time. And it's like, just been so awesome to see how actually like open you are with like body positivity, body diversity, um, and just diversity in general. And it's honestly so awesome to see.
1: Yeah, I think like, it's thank you, by the way. That's really nice of you. Um, I think it's really awesome to be able to be in a position now where I can truly say I am confident in who I am and what I look like at thirty-one. Um, but in saying that, we I have my bad days. Totally, I wake up and I'm like, nothing looks good today. I'm like, but you wore that yesterday and it looks. And you loved amazing. it. Yeah. What are you talking about? We all have our bad days. We have our good days. It is what it is. It's just about like balance and just like the way you're talking to yourself and like what you said before is um like about the scales it's so not about that or about the, the what the size you're wearing like that shouldn't define you either like I feel like with women's clothing, it's you can't go off a certain size because in each store you're a different exactly. size. Exactly. So, honestly, what size are we?
0: Exactly. I can fluctuate honestly from yeah. about a size six to a, about a size fourteen. Honestly, I have mm-hmm. worn every single size I reckon, and it's yeah. fit.
1: Yeah, and so, that, that just says a lot about. I mean, that's a whole other part. <laughs> like when sizes when brands only go up to a size sixteen in store, and you're like, okay, cool, Great. well.
0: Love that for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why can't I? And like, that is actually so bang on because I do talk yeah. to a lot of clients that are like, you know, we have to go to a different store in order to fit the clothes we want to fit. We have to go to a different store. And like, the, the, I, I think it is amazing the way that the world is working because, you know, they, there is. There is starting to be different size ranges from, you know, double extra small as well. Let's not forget about down here as well. So like, you know, we've got the smaller end of the scale and then the larger end of the scale. And like, you know, why can um, me as opposed to someone else not be able to wear the exact same thing just in different sizes?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a no brainer, Mm -hmm. but for some reason we're still stuck on it.
0: Do you think that it is getting – I know, it's not. Do you think yeah. that it is getting better?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm. So it's 100% on the right track mm-hmm. and anyone who's not coming on this train with us, then they're going to get real left behind like Victoria's Secret. To- exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it's it's 100% on the right track but we're still not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to clap for a client who's going to use a size 12 model as opposed to their size six, eight that they've been using the whole time. And they're going to introduce another size. I'm going to clap for that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to just clap. I'm going to then go, oh, that was great. Let's push and push and push and push. So I think that's what sets me apart as um, the agent um, and the agency is what I'm doing is I'm creating opportunities for the girls and guys that sometimes the brands wouldn't see. Mm -hmm. They don't don't see it because they're trying to play it safe.
0: Totally. That's it. And Absolutely. that's, that's exactly it. Well, I want to talk to you about getting into like model management and kind of like booking talent. What, so you were living in LA the last time you were living in LA and you were working with some of the top models, like in the industry, right? Tell me yeah. how that experience actually was.
1: Yeah, it was so cool. Like that's how I randomly found the industry. I'd kind of mentioned it before how, um and I was working with at the, the agency I worked for was at the time just a curve agency, so plus oh. size women. So from a size uh Australian 12-ish, well mm-hmm. like 10, 12, um, plus to like 24. Mm-hmm. And it, that was really cool because I was like, this is this is what I want to do. And I loved it. I was, you know, I, I went to the Rihanna Savage X Venti show backstage. I had models walking in it. Uh, I booked some girls in Playboy, like it was so freaking cool um, what opportunities, like I look back and I'm like, that wasn't even my life. Like, what was that life? It feels like so long ago. And, um, the girls, like, they're still like my family and my really good friends Message all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, it it's, it's a beautiful thing, but yeah, I guess coming back here, I was like, okay, all eyes were on me. It was Mm -hmm. like, where's she going to go? Who's she going to go work for kind of thing? Because like over in America, like I was, I was, you know, working at top agency, but here no one really knew like who I was or what I'd done kind of thing. So I was like, you know, I mean, other agencies had kind of known, there was a bit of talk around where she's going to go. I started doing my research and I looked at all the other agencies and I was like, I can't see myself doing this. Like, cause this is not just a job for me. It's not a nine to five Monday to Friday. It's, it's a lifestyle and Mm -hmm. it's something that I want to be able to use my voice and I don't want to ha- be put in a situation that I don't feel comfortable, A, having a, con- a certain conversation with a model um, that I don't think is right or booking with clients that I don't believe in what they're doing kind exactly. of thing. So I was like, oh, I just can't. Like in some of the models boards, I was like, there's zero diversity here. Like mm-hmm. Australia is not just white. Like this is so messed up. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, anyway, I was like super, 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 literally depressed, like didn't know depression until that point, sitting them with my broken collarbone yeah. and my parents, living at my parents again, by the way, um, at 30, love that for
0: me. Um, <laughs> how did you fun. feel? So yeah, you were obviously feeling quite down, right? Cause like this yeah. society kind of like, it's like, if you are 30 and living at home, like the society would say, you know, the social pressure is like, what the fuck are you doing? Honestly. And so you put that pressure onto yourself, right? It was fucked. I was 30,
1: I had just pushed and lived my whole dream yes. of America. Um, I'd given my all to this agency and that that life. Like I hadn't seen my family in three years because I didn't have time to leave the job yeah. and, you know, be able to go away and see them or, you know, leave America or whatever it might have been. My, that was my life. Mm-hmm. And I put that in front of everything else. And then came back here because of COVID. And then everything got taken from me. And I'm single, 30, single, living with my parents, mm-hmm. lost my job, mm-hmm. had pretty much no money to my name at this point. And I was like, what the fuck? You you failed. Like you've, yeah. you've actually failed. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. So like the painkillers that the doctors gave me, they were great. Rosé, love it. Um, and then but my older sister very smart woman. She came in, she was like, what are you doing? Stupid. Do it yourself. Why are you even thinking about working for someone else kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just one conversation really that we had. And then within a couple of days, she registered the company and gave it to me for my birthday. And yeah, I basically, she was just like, here you go. And I was like, no pressure. (laughs) But without her, like, I wouldn't have been able to do this because there's so much to a business rather than just creating a pretty Instagram page and a website and, and scouting some pretty people and then going, and then what? Like, or even having contacts and and all that stuff. It's like the business side of it is the hard part, Mm -hmm. like the legal stuff, all those kind of things. So she she was a lawyer. So it's like that made it easy for me. Oh yes. Thank gosh. Mm. Um, but yeah and then but I but also at the same time I had zero Australian clients like zero not one contact at all they were all in America
0: I um I think about it like you know hindsight such a bitch right because like looking back it's like this was the best thing that ever happened probably to you, you yeah know? yeah and now no, I didn't, I didn't it's so, it's so shit because like during covid yeah. um we had to shut our gym for um three months so like we were like yeah. well, what are we gonna do oh my god are we ever gonna get back and it's like you know in hindsight looking back I would have probably approached it very very differently but when you go down that kind of dark deep path the, you you think that the, something is never going to get better. You're like this cannot yeah. get better. Like I cannot see it working out. So like for your sister to be like, hey, pull yourself like pull yourself out of this. Let's do something about this. Talk yeah. to me about everybody. Tell me about it. How did it come to life? How did you start? Kind of thinking this is this is it. This is what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. So after that conversation with Carly, my sister at the kitchen bench. Um, <laughs> And we, she was like, oh, it needs to be like a name, like everybody or something. I was like, huh? And then, but my brain went everybody and I envisioned it, E-V-E-R-I dash body. And she was, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I didn't mean like every, I was like, no, no, no. I love everybody. That's, That's it. So that was the only name that we had thought of. And then my other sister, she's like quite creative and stuff. on like, I don't know. Whatever apps, Photoshop, something like that. Yeah. yeah, like those kind of <laughs> things. And I was like, I want the logo to look like um this. Well, kind of we went like a couple of different color things at the start. And then I um thought about the skin tones as like the branding. Yeah. And, so for, um, for everyone uh, so that she, doesn't
0: yeah. for everyone that actually doesn't know that E is a, a light skin tone and it kind of goes from lightest color, right? To darkest E yeah. V E R I it's amazing. I actually love it too.
1: Yeah, it was it's so cool. I so love clever. It so Um, and yeah, so that happened and then I'm still in my sling. So the only thing I could do workout wise was go for my walk. So I was walking from Burley to North Burley and back a lot. And so I was, I did my walk there one day and I, um, I was just like, so upset that day. I'd called my friend Lily and I was just like, this is still like the end of my life. Like what's happening. And there was a few issues that were happening, um, personal stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is just I, what is happening? And anyway, so I sat down on Burley Hill after that walk and I wrote in my notes on my old phone that I'm damn locked out of now. And I really wish that I could, um, access it. But basically that, what I wrote down that day, like my, my, um, my mission is pretty much the about me on the website now, which is pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. And then after that, I started scouting on Instagram And then um, I had meetings with talent at the time. It was just women that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had meetings with them. Most of them were at Burley Hill and we got a coffee at Nook and sat there. And I'm, mind you, my website is not live because how could I have a website live with no models? So I am basically just randomly messaging these people and then going, I hope that they can just. Like I'd like be like I used to work at an agency in America and above like, like I'd, I'd bring to those kind of things, mm. yeah. And then um and I was like, just come have a coffee with me and just let me talk to you. And then so pretty much I think there's like 15 of them on the board still that are the OGs from day one that believed in me before I even had a website. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah, they're so special to me. And I was just like, holy shit. And um and so yeah, they they signed the contract there and then no website. I, I was very honest with them saying, like, I don't know where this is going to go, but I believe it. And I really want you on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, I'm not going to keep you locked in the contract and all these kind of things. But, like, I believe this is going to go far. Yeah. So, please sign your life away <laughs> to me, please. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nah, it was amazing. So, yeah, they a lot of them did and um, pretty much all of them did. And they're still with me. And then, yeah, just yesterday we shot our one-year video. I know. It looked so good. I saw some behind the scenes. Oh, guys, like I can't wait for this to come to life. So we we were supposed to film it and then release it on the one year, which was on August 12th. Mm -hmm. Um, But then COVID stuff happened, so we couldn't shoot together. Uh, So we finally got to shoot it yesterday. And I think finally, after a year and a bit of launching every – I had the pinch me moment and it felt real for the first time ever.
0: That is just so special.
1: Yeah. I came home and I was just like, oh my God, like. This is real. This is real. And it was because there was moments, um, like we filmed everybody and then I interviewed everybody and I asked them all, you know, a few questions and one of them was like, how does it feel to be a part of every family the last 12 months? And like five of them cried and like all this stuff and I was just like, oh my gosh, like and they majority of them said the word life changing and I was like, Holy fuck, I'm really here out here changing lives. Like this is just wild. But they have changed my life. Yes. So I'm like, yeah. And every time we book something, um I'll say, like, I am so proud of you. And the girls or guys will be like, No, I'm so proud of us. Like they'll always change it. And it's like oh. the most special. Oh
0: my gosh. Thing.
1: And I've never experienced that because like I just feel like they're so young and they're so humble and grateful. And I just feel so lucky. They're they're literally my my baby sisters.
0: Yeah. Fully them. family. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah it's so special to see. And like, I can totally relate, like the feeling you get with helping someone, mm. whatever, whatever your, you know, your way of helping someone is, it's so special. Like that's what humans crave. You know, we crave, you know, to help people and to be helped and like for you yeah. to create such an epic community and to have them kind of have your back as much as you have theirs mm. and want the best for them is fucking sick. And that doesn't happen yeah. all the time. No, and especially not in this industry. No, exactly, which is <laughs> why you are changing the industry and that's yeah. exactly why. I'm like, this girl is someone to watch for sure. Like this, you know, do you find that there's any agency in Australia that is doing what you're doing? Um, there's definitely some
1: that are, that are, um, have – a bit of diversity. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of them are like truly focused on that. Um, And I think it's more so like I have respect for every other agency out there. I I truly do because Mm -hmm. industry is hard Mm -hmm. and um, it's a lot of work, but I do feel like, there's just so much room for growth to make it a happy, healthy environment because there's so many horror stories of like, if if you're still working in the old school way, Mm -hmm. then you need to like step up. The old school way is like bringing them in, measuring them, telling them to lose weight, doing all this shit. I don't know if they're still doing that or not. Like I've heard horror stories, but like it's also, you know, you don't know if like stories are true or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I, there's, it's it's changing. And Mm -hmm. I think, I'm setting the bar up here and and they're
0: slowly starting to see that obviously I'm doing something right. Absolutely. (laughs) And they're like, right, it's time to fucking up our game, especially with brands. When brands approach, do brands approach you or you approach them or sometimes a bit of both?
1: Uh, It's a bit of both at the very start. Obviously, like I said, I I literally had zero clients here. Yeah. Yeah. and so I did a lot of outreach on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then you get like sometimes you get the email back, the hello at whatever dot com. Yeah. Like, then they're never gonna message you back. Yeah, um, and then that yeah, it's it's pretty funny. to, s- it really only took. Um, Universal Store was one brand um, that they invited some of the girls in for a casting, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was going to all these things because I need to meet people face to face. And so I went with the girls and uh, I met them and they were like, fuck, like we never meet agents. Like this is like, cool. Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's how it kind of set me apart was because I was going to set with the girls because at the start I wasn't as busy as I am now. Mm. Um, I was going to set with girls. I was meeting the producers. I'm connecting with the hair and makeup artists, the photographers, with totally. everybody. I'm, I'm going to events. I'm doing it all because you don't know who you meet, mm-hmm. like where they're going to go. Like this industry is like a producer works on this set and then they are go into this one, this one, this one, this one. And they'll remember, Oh, remember Nikki? Yeah. Or remember That model Nikki was with, I'm going to email Nikki. Maybe she has more. So it kind of just was like, um, that, that kind of way. But I guess I love, I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. Like I love networking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, that kind of stuff for me, when I look back, it felt like forever until we were like really big things were happening and I can't believe it happened like so quickly. Like within the first three months we'd like book some major shit. Like I I was booked on the um, in-store universal campaign and they did a whole campaign on me and my story and they had two of my models in it, which was really cool. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was about every, which was sick. And I think that put us on the on the, on the platform where it's like, oh, this is like,
0: this is to
1: be taken seriously kind of thing.
0: But like, I always find that with anything like in, you know, in my career so far, I'm like, I never stop sometimes and just like think about like, oh my God, you've actually come so far. Oh my God, these things are happening. Oh my God. And like, it's not until you look back and you're like, I've done some pretty cool shit over the, you know, over the year. And it's like in that moment, like, do you ever stop and be like, holy shit, like this is actually happening.
1: That was just yesterday. Yeah,
0: which is so fucking cool.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Like we were even on the one year. Um, oh so on the one year we were supposed to have this big party. Um, again, COVID fucked that up, Ruins didn't our it? Plans. Um so we have it on the fourth, so in two weeks' time. Yay. And I'm not gonna spill the tea in case the girls listened to this before, but I've I've got a big surprise for the talent and it's gonna be so much fun. And I think that together Will be another moment where I'm like, oh, this is happening. I can't believe it's happening. But we've ticked off five year goal plans in the first
0: year. Oh my God. That is so cool. Did you ever have, like, you know, obviously at the start, you were probably like, oh, like, I've got kind of like nothing to lose here. So let's just go for it. But did you, have you ever had times of doubt like over the last year where you're like, is this, you know, do I keep going with this or have you always been like, not a chance. I'm not giving up on this. Like I'm not stopping.
1: Um, There have, I would be lying if I said that there hasn't been times where I wanted to give up mm-hmm. because, and the only reason why there was times that I wanted to give up was because of things that, in the industry and people in the industry who just make it such a nasty negative place. And I'm not going to sit here and name drop, but surely if they're listening, they know who they are. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's more like, they, there's people in this industry that just like, even as an agent, you you cop it, you know what I mean. So, um, without saying too much, but that makes me just want to jump out. But then I wake up the next day and I'm like, no, I'm the reason, like, this is going to change. So I need to stay here. And also
0: like for the, you know, for all your guys and gals that are like, you know, rooting for you, you know, all your talent, all your models, like they're like, you can fucking do this. So like when you, you know, when you probably do have times of doubt, you're like, no, because I like, I want to see these guys succeed just as much as they want to see me push. So yeah, but
1: Other than that, other than like literally adult bullies, there's no reason why I would ever, ever stop this. And like, I don't care if I don't make a single cent for the rest of my life, I will yes. be doing this. Yeah, Like, I, I think that's why it's been so successful is because the purpose is so much stronger for me and I care about that more than the profit. The profit's mm-hmm. freaking great. It's amazing. And the girls are killing it and guys, but like all of them as well care so much more about the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're so successful and why this whole movement, because I feel like we're a movement, not a agency. 100%. Yeah. That's what I like to call us. Yeah,
0: agreed. What, you know, because you guys, you have such an amazing, like empowering community. For anyone who is listening who, you know, hasn't quite found their like their community and their circle, what kind of tip do you have for them to kind of find, like go out and find who they kind of belong with?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely think um, workshops and stuff like that, like the um, self-love kind mm. of workshops and that stuff, if that's the kind of um, thing you're into. Uh, I actually don't know of any here, to be honest with you, but no. maybe I should start one. That would be fun. There we go. We can, we uh, can do something Yeah, like just give that. me another task. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm all for moving my body, like we were talking about earlier. Mm. So I think finding um, – you know, a safe space where you feel comfortable and you meet like-minded women or men or whatever it might yeah. be, like a workout class or, um, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah. It's, it is pretty hard as adults though. Like but
0: that's to- it. It is hard as an adult. It's like, where do you find friends? Like, do you know what that me and my girlfriend were talking about this and she's, um, single and she's like, where do I find someone because I don't really like clubbing anymore you know I'll go out occasionally you know you don't we don't go out every weekend well I certainly don't go out every weekend but like we're not doing the parties Fridays and Saturday nights which is where we normally meet you know new people and um, it is really hard to meet anyone else so I feel like exactly what you said like like-minded people if you you know if you enjoy the gym and if you enjoy hanging out going to classes and that sort of thing it's like you're gonna meet like-minded people and we see so many friendships formed at the gym because yeah it's only they've only got one thing in common right which is their love for the gym and working out mm-hmm. and so like I find it's just so epic when you know they do just have one that's all you need is one thing in common and you've got yourself yeah. a little like a new mate
1: yeah tell your friend um hinge is pretty good
0: hinge all right (laughs) I think she's actually already on that (laughs) so um okay well I want to get into a bit about like about body positivity because this this is something that I really really am passionate about and um I definitely know you are too what does body positivity mean to you so
1: to be honest with you I really don't like the term body positivity and the whole movement on Instagram I feel like that is I see through the body positivity movement on Instagram in the sense of I see the other side of people so a lot of you guys are following these top influencers, um, models, whatever it might be, just somebody on social media who's posting all about self body positivity and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then like, I'm talking about in America, mind you now I'm not here. Um, I haven't actually, had, actually I have had it once here, um, in America though, like I used to follow this one girl in particular and I literally had her, like, this is when I was doing internship at mm-hmm. the agency. I had her picture like a couple of months earlier as like the background of my phone for like body goals. Mind yeah. you, I'm 26 or something at the time, maybe younger. I don't even know. Um, and and I heard she was coming in for digitals that day and I was like, oh, oh my God, God, this is going to be so crazy. Like can't believe I'm going to meet this girl, blah, blah, blah. I've been following her for so long. She came in. I didn't recognize her. And I was half her size. And I'm like, how the fuck do I have this girl as my background for body goals and confidence when she's so insecure, like mm-hmm. you can tell in her body language and I'm not. And this is just fucked. And that is when I flipped on that whole movement. I said, nope. And I'd taken digitals and then she would posted them and she'd smoothed out everything. And I was like, this is fucked. I got the original right here. And I was like, that is the end of it for me. It is such the end of it. And I think you can see through it on certain people when you follow them. And, you know, I guess their stuff has to be consistent and it's not just pretty photos all the time. They're coming on, they're talking to their audience or whatever. Um, And that's, you know, without the filters and all that stuff, that's, Amazing, but I think for me it's more of like I don't even know the word I want to say. I feel like it's just literally like self love and it, just it's confidence. body love.
0: Yeah, exactly. Agreed.
1: Yeah, and just confidence, body confidence, maybe mm-hmm. because I'm all for like you know, there's so many people who are saying like it's um, that are like fat phobic on Instagram and all that stuff, and like you know, for the influencers who are posting in their bikinis and they love themselves, that's cool. If you truly do love yourself at any size I am all for that like I I do not care what any health person will say about like if this person's healthy or not healthy if they truly are confident in the way they are in that bikini that's fucking powerful Mm -hmm. because like not everyone can do that so that's amazing but like other other than I don't know and it can go for both sides I guess but um yeah body positivity i don't like it i really
0: like that i like i really love that take on it cuz yeah. you know i i speak to a lot of women who normally come to me very very low self esteem very low confidence <laughs> you know and they might be doing the same thing hey i want to look like this person and although it's getting less and less about that um you know as soon as as soon as they ask like as soon as they kind of tell me that i'm like why why do you want yeah. to be this certain person and it's like you know it's the age old thing of like if I have abs, I'll be happy. If I buy a house, I'll be happy. If I get, yeah. you know, if I get a brand new car, I'll be happy. It's like you're not going to be – those things are only temporary, right? Like yeah. you're only going to be happy for a short amount of time and then, you know, what next? You're always going to be searching for the next thing to make you happy. And it's like if we can, you know, learn tips and tricks and, and go to seminars and go to workshops where we can actually learn about how to love within – man, that's fucking life-changing. That's groundbreaking. Yeah,
1: 100%. And mm. I feel like the confidence really comes with like body confidence, right? For me, I found body confidence when I feed myself with nutritious foods, mm-hmm. I move my body Same. and I'm wearing clothes that I fucking look good in. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm feeling confident, I the rest of my day is going to be incredible. You know what totally. I mean? Whereas it's like, you know, for other people and like for you particularly, like being a trainer and stuff, it might be like more extreme than what mine is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Only because that's, that's your life. Like Mm -hmm. you love that. And that's totally fine. Or it might be for somebody else who doesn't want to move their body as much as I do, but that doesn't mean any, any different for us. But it's like, it's finding your true happiness in yourself and where you feel comfortable if i go and eat shit and drink on the weekend i don't feel good you don't you and don't. i don't feel body confident because
0: i feel like shit Agreed. you know well we like yeah. we see this a lot and you know we'll see someone you know if okay someone comes to me on a monday they are having a really shitty day, you know, they'll say like really negative things about themselves, then they'll be amazing at nutrition, um, you know, eating, uh, fitness, movement, etc. All of those things that we kind of, you know, incorporate into wellness. And then Mm -hmm. let's say the next Monday, they're like, I feel great. I feel this. And it's like, although maybe your body hasn't changed an inch, not one centimeter has moved off your body. You look in the mirror and you love yourself more. It's because you're fueling and loving your body.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To
0: where you feel from the inside, a hundred percent,
1: like literally it's night and day. I had it the other day. I had like a bit, not a binge day, but like I ate like it's not bad to say I ate fish and chips and stuff, but it just made me feel shit. like shit. Mm-hmm. I felt so gross. And I was yeah. like, why? And I was like, oh, I know
0: why. That lunch I had the other day wasn't very good. Yeah, it, and it changes our moods. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It changes our moods. And then we can get so down on ourselves. Like, fucking, I am not a robot at all. And that's I'm really transparent with my clients and on Instagram and that. I'm like, I – do too have fish and chips? I also yeah. sometimes don't train, like, and that's it. It's like if you find kind of what what makes you feel really good, then fucking just start doing that, and that's how that kind of confidence kind of comes out. Yeah, hundred percent. What obviously in the modelling industry it can be cutthroat. What do mm. you think? I actually saw on your Instagram the other day of a lot of DMs coming in about other agencies, you know, who were kind of, um, it was more about like, I guess, the financial side of it. But I wanted to talk about the um, like, you know, agencies kind of being like, hey, you need to lose weight or you need to gain weight to fit a certain look. What What is that about?
1: Yeah, I do feel like that. I want to say I pray and hope that that's still old school, but it's not. And like my DMs, like I'll, oh, I'll, I'll ask people like who's told you what and blah blah blah. And I know who they are, yeah. and it's not okay. And it's it's so sad because to be honest with you, this is the fashion industry is all about quote unquote beauty, right? Mm-hmm. Beauty to me is when somebody is confident, and how are you feeling confident? and comfortable within yourself on set. So any of the any of my talent when they're on set, regardless of their size or ethnicity or whatever it might be, if they get on that set and they exude confidence Mm -hmm. and they're so um, you know, God, what was I saying? Confident and like happy. It's it's really yeah, confidence, happiness. And it exudes from them and then that is such, A, a positive set to be on and B, you're not going to get a bad photo of that girl or guy because they are freaking shining. They're in their element. Whereas you put somebody on there who's been starving themselves, who is so insecure because someone has just told them that their hips are too big or something. They're going to get on set. They're going to be having an anxiety attack, a panic attack inside because they're going to be so scared that they're going to look like shit on camera and they're going to get in trouble by their
0: agent or something. So you tell me what model you're going to want on set. Exactly. I know which one I'm going to want. Exactly. You know and, what I mean? and that's it. It's like the companies as well that you, you know, are, are working with, they, mm. they, they want to see that too.
1: Yeah, 100%. They don't want yeah, to be a shit 100%. time
0: to be around.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like when somebody is at their natural weight, like where their body naturally sits, that's mm. when they're the most beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Yeah, agreed. I'm, I'm never going to be a size six. Oh my gosh, if I was a size six, I'd be like, everyone would probably think I was sick. Like, well, and I, that's it. I would 100% be sick. Yeah, that's it. And i like, pay okay for somebody else to be a six because that's where they, na- that's their natural body. And that's okay.
0: Genetics as well. Like, yeah. I think we do forget about, um, the way the way like that genetics work like you know if your parents are tall and um you know both parents are super tall have been lean their whole life well it's it's most likely that you're going to be in that same category you know but like I feel if if you're on the opposite scale well then like great it's like this is this is where we this is where we're at and I do agree it's you know again like no matter what size, shape, age, height, whatever you are at, so long as you are happy and healthy, then fucking that is it.
1: That's literally all that matters. Totally. Honestly.
0: And, yeah, at- Forget- point one period <laughs> yeah I know no agreed fully yeah. for girls who may and guys that may be lacking in self-confidence from their shape or their size or even like you know because I know you talk a lot about ethnicity and like including every single human that could possibly even be around what do you say to those guys and girls that need you know that are lacking in self-confidence
1: I mean, I don't personally talk to them like one-on-one and I'm really not good with my words like that. But I think my actions might be able to help them Mm -hmm. by showing them diversity in, you know, campaigns and even just scrolling on the Instagram or on the website and they can relate to somebody in some way and feel beautiful because of that rather than, you know, scrolling on another board that they don't see themselves on at all. Mm -hmm. So I think... That's what I do. Mm, mm.
0: For the girls that are listening and they are lacking self-confidence, what advice do you give to them?
1: Who are you hanging out with? What are you looking at? What does your Instagram feed look like? Yes, girl. Be nice to yourself in the mirror. You've only got one body um, and you're beautiful in your own way. Like there isn't one beauty standard anymore. We've changed it and um yeah I think just make sure you're surrounding yourself with positive people mm-hmm. that are not making you feel a
0: certain way oh agreed I did go on a tangent a couple of episodes ago about like surrounding yourself with people that are going to bring you up and lift you up and mm-hmm. and support you a hundred percent is so important and your Instagram feed oh my gosh mm-hmm. please
1: yes go to a call now this is your um
0: challenge you've got a your, challenge yeah
1: that's your challenge. Homework, people. Homework <laughs> listeners.
0: <laughs> so, tell me, Nick, what does a day in the life of you look like? Give me, give us a rundown.
1: Mm, well, I'm really chill. Like I'm not very high fashion. Um, I had to go and have a shower quickly so I could come you on. Yes,
0: we are in sweats. I will be honest. <laughs>
1: um, but I like to go for my morning workout um, and then come back. I, no, I wake up at like 6, 6.30 and I go through my emails in, on my phone, which is probably not the best routine for me, but I'm so obsessed with my job. Like I get excited. I'm like, what happened overnight? <laughs> um, so I'll make sure that that's cleared um, anything that I can do on my phone and then um, yeah, go do my workout and then come back, sit down. It's a lot of emailing. So Everyone, I've been asked before on Instagram, please do a day in life. I'm like, it's just literally me sitting at my desk most of the time. Um, And then I'll go to set when I can. So, I mean, a day in the life of me yesterday was so much fun. I probably should have done behind the scenes, but more of it. Um, But, yeah, so just a lot of emails, a lot of Zoom calls, um, just, yeah, a lot of that. And then go for an afternoon walk maybe and watch the news. I love watching the news. Really? Wow. I do. I turn it on every five, At 5.30 tonight. I'm actually on
0: the news. Oh, yes. Um, so everyone, yeah. I'm I'm a bit sad because like this l- episode doesn't go live tonight, which I'm like spewing oh, yeah. about, but everyone, I'm sure Nick, you'll have some form of recording of that, right? So yeah, we can just go to your Instagram. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. What, um, yeah. what does like actually require, what does a model kind of, how do you get scouted? How does a model get scouted?
1: Hmm. So I guess that's one question that I get asked a lot. And it's really hard for me to answer because yes, I'm like, everybody's beautiful and blah, blah, blah. However, in saying that, you know, everyone can be like, everybody is smart in their own way, but we're all not smart to be a lawyer. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it still is a career and it isn't this easy, just taking a photo, looking beautiful. It is hard work. Like, These girls and guys get on set and they can work that camera. They know every good angle. They can it's selling clothing. Um, You know, it is hard. Mm. And there are certain features that photograph better than others. And um, it's such a hard question to answer, but I'm, I'm always like, just submit if you want to, if you want to do this, but like you've really got to want to do it and like do your homework, do your study, like, if I invite you in for a, um, a meeting with me and you're like so shy and like, you don't know how to move when I get the camera out, like that says a lot, like you've got to do your homework and yep. like, like move. And it's so much more than just a quote unquote pretty face. It's totally. like like that confidence. And it's like, a, it's like a dance, honestly, moving like that. It's literally like a dance. But
0: I, I've seen, I've seen some, like I've seen models behind the, sh- um, behind the scenes. Like they are really moving. Like every single click is a new movement.
1: New, yeah, like 100%. a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm like, and you're like, who am like? What am I today? What character am I today? Basically, like, what am I wearing? Like, am I wearing like sexy swimmers or am I wearing like, you know, a boho kind of style? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I? Who am I today? And what am I selling? Kind yeah. of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. What for someone who wants to like get into the modeling industry, what advice would you give to them?
1: do your research. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, it depends. Yeah, do your research. If
1: you're looking at agencies, my thing is, you know, the other day I did that post about um, scamming agencies who are asking for money when you sign up. You should never have to pay to sign up to an agency ever. So I think what you need to do is do your research on agencies, um, have a look at models who they have signed, Mm. look at their Instagram. What are they doing? Are they working? Are they, do they have a professional kind of page, like compare their stuff to more well-known agencies mm-hmm. um, and just make, like, who are they working with, what clients are they working with, that kind of stuff. Um submit plain digital so you just need just on your iphone mm-hmm. and like a plain wall outside nice natural lighting minimal to no makeup so like you can brush your brows put a little bit of mascara but like no real makeup mm-hmm. no fake lashes they are the biggest no-no in the industry like oh my gosh no <laughs> please no um Don't do and, that. Then, yeah, so, and then yes and then just wear like some um some jeans and like a fitted top mm-hmm. And some heels and just take front side back and a nice smile and then submit those pictures in. We don't need any like um high, you know, high retouched professional Mm -hmm. images or anything like that. If anyone's actually interested, all they want is um a plain digital so they can see what you really look like. Mm -hmm. Um make sure your Instagram's not on private because we love to creep that.
0: Yeah. Um have a little stalk.
1: Oh yeah, I love that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's what I
1: do. Um,
0: that's all I and do, then, that's uh, my day in the life—just stalking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sort of
0: FBI shit.
1: I know, honestly. <laughs> it's I'm just too busy for it now. My my um, my DMs just well on especially on every they're just so full yeah and it's like that's like a full-time job to even just go through them all so if you are submitting through a dm mm-hmm. i would definitely submit through the website mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you've submitted and you don't hear
0: back maybe try taking some new images don't submit the same ones yeah okay um yep. i just actually remembered that i i did modeling like when i was younger like like 16 17 and um I remember I only just thought of this when you were talking, but I remember thinking like I could never be a model because of my like size. Like I'm five three, five four, mm-hmm. maybe on a good day. And yeah. like I just remember thinking like I could never be a model, right? Because models are only six feet tall and that's mm-hmm. the way that the standard is. So like it's actually sick to think about like back to that and being like, Wow, I was proven wrong that like, you know, a five foot three girl could actually be a model.
1: Yeah, we just, we booked um, Cass, our model, she's 5'2". Yes, Um, go girl. campaign, campaign, so that was cool. And then I just booked um, my girl Bianca, who's 5'2", as well, I think. And she just booked a job today that was specifically for for petite models. And I was like,
0: yes. Oh my God, it's happening.
1: Yeah, super cool.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, Tell me, Nick, what is next for everybody? What's coming up?
1: Well, we are obviously launching our one year video in about a week or so, as soon as it's edited, which is really cool. Um, And I think that's going to really touch people and just show them what we've done in the last year and just show them like the family that we are. And the girls open up and they and guys, they um, I keep forgetting I represent guys all the time. We love you guys. We love you. Boys. And, yeah, I think that's going to be such a touching thing for everyone to see visually. We all love a good, uh, you know, heartwarming yeah. video. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the first thing. Then we obviously have the every party, yes. um, which is going to be really cool. And then I have an employee starting um, on the 31st of August. So I was going to ask
0: if you had yeah. any staff yet. Just me. <gasps> oh, my God, you're amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So it's, that's exciting for me. I think yes. I'm really ready to, um, let go of a little bit because it is really hard because this is my firstborn baby basically. Yeah. Um, but I am ready to let go. And then, you know, <clears throat> when the world opens, I can finally go on a holiday or something. Um, and yes, yeah, just really train him up to be another me. So yeah. then we can be doing double what we're already doing. So I think that's going to be really um, amazing for the talent as well to know that it's not just me. um, Yeah. We're growing. I know I can do it, but I know we can do a better job if there's two of us. So that's happening. And um, yeah, we've been nominated for a few awards and stuff, which is really cool.
0: Amazing.
1: Um, Yeah. So like there's some, there's some big things coming and Yeah. um, yeah, on panels and all this kind of crazy stuff. So yeah, and the, um, lots of campaigns. So we've got yeah. girls like in. You go around the shops and you see the girls everywhere, which is so cool. Um, you know, calling them and just telling them the news is just like my favourite thing to do. Oh. Um, but, yeah, cool. that's... I, I don't know. We could have a conversation <laughs> in two weeks and it could be different. But, oh, actually, I do know. I'm, I'm going to be going to talk at schools as well. Yes. Yeah, so September... Which is fuck next month. Yeah, that's next month. Um, <laughs> my sister and I are going together to Somerset.
0: Amaze. I love that. That's something that I have wanted to do as well. Talk to um, like, you know, female specific about uh the pressure of fucking growing up. Like and just like the I just remember going through school, you know, having to or just like okay, this is I have said this before on a podcast episode, but like I remember watching Mean Girls and um okay. They used to have really really shiny legs like I'm like fucking so shiny. I'm I'm sure they were retouched or something but like I used to shave my legs every single day, every single day and put moisturizer on. Like I had like razor burn after shaving them for so much, but like that I was just like, I need to be this. And and that was like when I was 14 and now I believe it's getting, you know, a bit out of control. Like in schools, I have um, young cousins that are kind of going through like high school at the moment. And it's fucking just like a bit terrifying. So like good on you for talking and chatting to, to people about, you know, just loving, loving you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be cool. This one is just more of a direction as well, which I think is super important. Um, it's not just my message, but it will be about that as well. But it's more about um, entrepreneurs mm. and just like because my sister was uh, a lawyer. So she went straight to uni and then did all that. And then she's stopped that. and Now she runs this big charity here. So cool. she- What's the charity? Baby Give Back.
0: Yeah, I have heard of this.
1: Yeah, so that's my older sister. Oh my God, go back. Um Yeah, so then and then I'm going in, coming to talk to the kids, being like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, uni wasn't for me and that's okay. And, like, helping them, like, understand, like, you've got to find your passion and Mm -hmm. purpose and all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool, like, us talking together as sisters, just showing how opposite we are, but Mm -hmm. also at the same time now we've been kind of drawn back together by the same thing, like passion. Yeah. So it's going to be a really cool thing to – to chat about with them but from that we're gonna I definitely want to go to more schools and those kind of things and yeah. I want to bring the models with me and like I want it to
0: be like a it should be a program at school Totally, honestly. I know I know it's crazy it is it's um it's something that I feel like we're on like we're on the right track we're all kind of like yeah. I'm very aligned with other people like specifically like you girls um and like it's Everyone is trying to do similar, you know, with, that obviously is aligned with each other. But like, we're all trying to preach this message, yeah. And it's fucking cool. It's like full girl gang, like preach, yeah. preach on. Yeah, literally, so <laughs> good. We'll have
1: to do like a workout thing or something with all the, our talent. With yes, you or yes. Like that. Let's do that this. Was
0: I was fun. actually going to talk about that. Yeah, let's definitely get that. Yes. Let's get that sorted. Um, okay, let's chat about. I've got Instagram questions from oh. my um, followers that have asked you some questions. So, I mean, feel free to dig deep or just um, one 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 word answers. Wow, well. um, whatever you kind of feeling. So, the number one is, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this career?
1: Well, I was a nanny for eleven years, so yeah. I reckon that I probably would have like opened my own like daycare or like something like that I love children I love them so much Mm -hmm. um everyone's shocked that I don't have my own yet but I'm just I feel like I'm a child still in my head so (laughs) yeah um yeah cool with kids for sure
0: Mm -hmm. love it uh number two is what do you do to stay positive when there is negative things going on around you I feel like this is fitting specifically because of lockdown and COVID. Yeah. And-
1: the world right now is, is such a sad, scary place. And, you know, like I said before, I, I sit down and I watch the news and, you know, I try to educate myself on everything that's happening, particularly in Afghanistan right now. And it literally brings me to tears, oh, to tears. And, um, I guess, yeah, for me to stay positive throughout all of that, I surround myself with, I, I and I feel grateful. I sit there and I'm like, yo, regardless of how much money and jobs we're losing out on right now, there's somebody else oh. that is worse off. And I have a roof over my head. I have a loving family and friends. Um, and I just make sure I stay grounded and I'm um, really grateful for what I do have. But yeah. It's definitely been
0: an eye opener, hasn't it? It's like, we, oh my gosh, our problems seem very, very minute. 100%. Number three is what has been your biggest struggle in business?
1: I guess my biggest struggle in business has been learning everything, putting all the hats on me. But that's also been a a massive achievement as well, Um, learning so many things. But I guess struggle, yeah, is is just learning, particularly when it comes to accounting stuff.
0: Yuck. I'm not good with numbers neither. <laughs> neither I leave that to my accountant thank you yeah <laughs> yeah it's um and like trying to know what needs to be paid in time and what need, like specifically with like company and business stuff it's like what what am I paying for now what am I what am I meant to be doing like accounting wise it's it's mm. it is it's tricky
1: I know, I'm like obsessed with my accountant. He's
0: incredible. You're like, thank you so much. I love you. (laughs) I know, like thank you. Okay, and number four, four, sorry, question, is why is it so important for you to be so inclusive? I like this one. Every single person deserves to see
1: themselves represented. A hundred percent, we deserve it. We've been, we haven't had it our whole lives and now we finally are getting access to, you know, representation, um, diversity and inclusivity, and we all deserve it.
0: We do. I just like, you are honestly just such a queen. Thank you so much for (laughs) like, just voicing for people that, you know, might not voice for themselves. So like, it's actually just incredible what you're doing. I just love, love you. And I love your business. Everyone needs to get on this. Nick, where can everyone find you and everybody? Oh, thank you so much. Um, You can find every at every underscore body and
1: every's with an I. And you can find me, naturally, Nikki. And yeah, I'll see you guys there.
0: (laughs) I love it. Um, If anyone wants to apply to work with you, you're saying go onto your website?
1: Yeah, on our website, there's a tab at the top called submissions. And then it'll ask you a couple of questions. One thing that we do is, We don't ask for any measurements and stuff because your measurements do not matter. Um, Basically, we have two questions. Let me just confirm what they are. I haven't looked in a while. I'm sorry, Um, but I just love that. Yeah. So we just have, why do you want to become a part of the every team? Because for me, that's the most important important because you're not just, I don't want someone who's like, because, you know, I've always been told I should be a model. I'm (laughs) like, oh, well, that's not the right reason to want to be a part of this. This, this agency team. Yeah. and then I asked them to tell me a little bit about themselves and then just their contact details and then um, the photos
0: love. That's it. I just yeah. love this I just love everything about you and your company so thank you honestly so much for taking the time out to chat with me today I'm sure there's so many gals um that will be listening that are just going to take so much from this. So thank you so much, girl.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And it was so nice to meet you. Pleasure.